0: Alright, welcome back to and Lowry, um, you know, put him in Siberia, that's what I always say. We are back, episode number 97. Uh, in 1997, Tiger Woods burst on the scene and became eventually one of the highest you know paid athletes in the history of sports, that's all I got. Sam, how's it going uh, over in uh, Providence Plantations, the biggest neighborhood of Charlotte? Uh, pretty good, you know. Chilling. All right. Well, uh, my question today for you is, what is the best sports town in America?
1: Um, I'm going to go with none other than Chi-Town. I'll go, mm. you know, you can tell me, oh, New York has the most teams. But you know, not you, New nor- New York has a draw apart from sports. You know, it's just, you know, a big city. Um, but Chicago, like, I feel like they love their sports there. Like, I, like you run into a guy wearing a Yankees hat, there's like a one in five chance that he's a Yankees fan. Anybody wearing a Cubs hat, they're a Cubs fan. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm, that's That's solid. I'm going to say Philadelphia is my pick. I think they'd love their, you know, they're definitely terrible fans to be around if you're not a Phillies or Eagles or Sixers fan, but they're very passionate. They also got Villanova right there for the college basketball zine. I think that they love their sports teams yeah. more than anybody else. And I'm staying by that. Uh, but let's break into it. Speaking of the Phillies, they suffered the loss going down 4-2. To the inevitable dominance of the Astros, Dusty Baker finally gets it done his own way, no cheating, as we know of so far uh, this time. And uh, Sam, just reaction to the whole postseason, the way it turned out.
1: Um, I mean, obviously nobody wanted the Astros to win, um, but I mean, Philly's fans are pretty bad too. So you know, it was a it was a lose lose. Situation, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I gotta agree with you here. I mean, I feel like, what what were we gonna do? You know, there was it's just kind of like a, uh, and that kind of took away from the draw of this World Series for myself. I feel like if the Dodgers, the Yankees had been in it, then I could have been a little bit more engaged. But you know, you know, some fabulous baseball. You know, it wasn't really watched all that much just because of what else was going around in the sports. But a fantastic season, most baseball I've ever watched, and uh, can't wait for, you know, April 1st now, April Fool's Day. Get it going again. You know, can the Mariners finally break through? Can the Orioles finally break through? Yeah. Time will tell. Uh, But it'll be tough for the Mariners to take down the Astros and take that division away from them, um, given the strength of the team. And given that they're still relatively, you know, intact with their core, uh, you know, starting first and foremost with – Verlander, Altuve, you know, just that core has, you know, been almost a dynasty for them. You know, people are saying the Dodgers dynasty. I think there's a chance that there could be an Astros dynasty. I know, you know, some people are looking at me like, Dean, what are you saying? But I think that, you know, I wouldn't want to call it that, but they have certainly had a tremendous amount of success. Obviously, the cheating scandal plays a part in that. But you got to give it. you um, got to give them respect. And a great baseball season overall. Saw Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs saw the revival of some franchises. Uh, Sam, you know, what do you have to say on the season as a whole?
1: Um, I mean, looking specifically at the Orioles, um, good things ahead, hopefully. Um, I mean, it, it, you hate to see these historic franchises suck. Um, so, you know, hopefully the O's can pick up, so, I guess, sort of where they left off at the end of the season. Um Need some wins against the Blue Jays uh, next
0: season, but good season overall. And uh, let's move over to where everybody's eyes were set, I think, in the sports world over the past weekend. And that was on College Football World. And um, first, you know, let's talk about the Tar Heels. You know, got a solid win. Josh Downs plays incredibly, but scary – in terms of the course of the game, I was felt confident. Just in how that's how North Carolina plays, um, beating a Virginia thirty-one twenty-eight. Not an impressive win, but a rivalry game. Got the W, didn't lose. That's what I'm taking away from this. Um, you know, Drake May two touchdowns, very efficient, three hundred yards. But Josh Downs, fifteen catches, one hundred and sixty-six yards. <laughs> that's some good stuff there. Yeah, ACC receiver of the week, by the way. And uh, you know, I, I I didn't want to do this to you, Sam, but I, mean, I have to. It's inevitable. Tell uh, just narrate uh, the emotions of the Clemson Tigers.
1: Um, I did not watch the game. I was unavailable. Um, but it was definitely a sorry performance, from what I read. Maybe. Maybe it's time for uh, maybe it's time for K dude to, to come in, um, but I mean, it's a is a sad game, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one that we saw on the radar as you know potential. That's the hurdle, and there you have it. I mean, that's that's it. You know, is that it for the ACC, Sam Carter, in terms of playoff hope?
1: No, because um, Clemson, or because the Orange Bowl is one of the uh, is one of the bowls for the playoff. I think that there's still potential that that Clemson would make the playoff, or the winner of the ACC, uh, which would be either Clemson or
0: Carolina. Carolina's clinched, right? Um, I don't believe so. I don't think necessarily they've clinched. Oh,
1: well, Clemson has, um, so depending on who they play. I think there's still a shot.
0: Uh, yeah. Carolina, if they lose all their games and Duke wins all their games, then they would lose the, they would lose the, the, the division, but that'd be, that would be crazy, but it would could happen. Um, Let's kick it over to the biggest game of the week, and that was Georgia-Tennessee. And we saw a smackdown in Athens. Uh, Sam, did you see this coming at all?
1: Yeah, I did. Um, I'm pretty sure I said it before the game even started. Um,
0: Someone heard me say it. I don't know who. I did hear you say it. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, I just feel like they just didn't even belong in the same field. Yeah. Tennessee just did not have the secondary and you got to get stops. They had no momentum except for that fumble at the beginning. It's just kind of like Hmm.
1: Well, it's been proven that that Alabama is not, you know, what they were last year or the year before. So you got to think oh, maybe Tennessee's not the second coming of Jesus, you know
0: mm. wow that's that's sounds like a man who really hates Tennessee, well, in my opinion, here we are, and uh you know now the question to, for me to you, Sam Carter is is Tennessee eliminated from the playoff contention completely
1: um unless Georgia were to lose another game or lose a game and then lose to LSU or Ole Miss in the, in the um, SEC championship. championship game, then Tennessee might make it, but they'd have to win out. And even then, I don't think they
0: belong, but, you know. Yeah, I completely agree. I think if you don't make your conference championship, you don't deserve to be You know, counted. I know Alabama made it. I know Alabama made it, and they won or whatever. But if you don't make your conference championship, you don't deserve to be – yeah. If you don't make it? If you don't even make it, you do not deserve to be. There has to
1: be a it. reason that you play that game. Otherwise, just cancel that game and just say the team with the best record wins a conference.
0: Right. Exactly. The rest of, yeah, I, I completely agree. But speaking of Alabama, I mean they went down hard. The crashing blow in Baton Rouge. Sam didn't believe in them, but they came through in overtime. Gutsy two-point conversion. They win it in style, in fashion. You know, 32-31. Sam, okay, obviously Feinbaum, he went on first take on Monday, and he said the Saban dynasty is over. Yeah. Thoughts on that take?
1: Okay, he says that every time Alabama loses. So, Paul Feinbaum... You know, in this world that, you know, me and Dean are a part of as sports uh, commentators. Not commentators, but... Journalists? Analysts? Analysts. There you go. You know, know, obviously, Cardin-Lowry, that's top tier. Feinbaum, you know, that's... We're getting low when you talk about Feinbaum. Bias takes. Ridiculous takes at that. So
0: He's like the guy... He's like the guy who did uh, all of Joseph Stalin's propaganda. Yeah. Instead of Joseph Stalin, it's like the SEC logo. It's like
1: like everything with Feinbaum is DEFCON 10. It's like, dude, relax.
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of a Skip Bayless type. You know, just everything is... You know the end of the world, but I mean, I do think that this is a, this is a tough this is a tough season for Alabama to go two losses and potentially not make it, and to be reduced to the limelight. But hey, I have seen that if Clemson wins out and doesn't make the playoff, they could play Alabama in a non-playoff bowl. Ooh. That'd be mind-bending to me. That would
1: be, be great. great. And then we can go to BCS and let the computer choose that for the national championship.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. Well, I mean, obviously the sport is is crunching down here. I mean, it is it is getting to be – we're nearing midnight in terms of, you know, the college football playoff. You know, these games really matter now. So let's, you know, examine the entire list here. Ohio State survives Northwestern over the weekend. TCU survives Texas Tech. Um, Penn State – Pulls it out. Uh, Michigan State takes down Illinois. Eliminates kind of the threat in the Big Ten West. Um, and then Oklahoma State goes down to Kansas. Syracuse loses to Pitt. They got doubled up by Pitt. Yeah. That's uh, that's very frustrating. Uh, K-State goes down to Texas at home. Um, Wake loses to NC State. Ugh. Crushing. But the fact of the matter is, the dust is clearing. And here's what you got next weekend. Uh, big ACC game is that primetime UNC at Wake Forest, 7.30. Wake is favored by three and a half points. Sam, who do you like in this matchup?
1: Um, you know, I think in terms of, you know, roster, these are two very similar teams. But, I mean, this is tough. But the way that Wake has been playing, they would go defeated in ACC play if we restarted the season right now. So Whoa. go with the heels. Wow, that, that was an exaggeration, sense. but yeah, like okay. they would get wow. like four wins. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, uh, other big games in the docky got Alabama, Ole Miss. Uh, if Ole Miss loses this game, pretty much clinches that. SEC West for LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so bragging rights in the Mississippi-Alabama divide. You know, two states right next to each other. Uh, UCF versus Tulane in a little uh, Southeast matchup. Uh, Oregon taking on Washington. Washington's a solid squad. I think they could be ranked. They're 7-2. Uh, that ranking comes out at 7 o'clock tonight. TCU-Texas. Texas opens as a touchdown favorite. Sam, is this believable? Should we try? I mean...
1: I don't I don't know how good TCU really is. I feel I think they've had a lot of close games. Um but a 7 point favorite for Texas? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think that's bold. I think that's bold. But what? I think that TCU is in trouble. And I hope they lose. I because do. I think they don't deserve to be in the playoffs, so let us go Longhorns. Um, but that's pretty much it you got you got for ranked matchups next week. Um, you know, getting down to the wire. Um, you know, finally, you know, we're starting to see some of these teams become clear, but I think Georgia has emerged now as the clear favorite um after that Tennessee game. But I think the LSU has a chance to beat them in the SEC championship. So hold that hold that nugget um in your back pocket. And now we turn to a little bit of sadness on Card and Lowry. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets, breaking news, they're terrible. Uh, they wildly underperformed in our expectations. 0-4 last week. And guess what? They only broke 100 points once, and they scored exactly 100 points. At home against the Wizards. I mean, oh my goodness, they're falling apart. No LaMelo, no Terry. PJ's playing great. Player of the week is PJ, um... But it is just—it is a struggle. This is a team that is destined for the lottery. I just gotta say it. I gotta say it. They're destined for the lottery. Own four last week. I know we were optimistic, but they're—they're they're three and four uh, three and nine, excuse me. Mm. So you feel like the time is nigh. Trades might happen, um, which is kind of sad to see. You know, this this team had so much promise. But hey, Miles Bridges. Is now on uh, parole, so he could come back. So look out for that. That, that would be that would be an interesting situation. I would love to see that happen, just to see the reaction from the media, from the fans, if they did, you know, re-sign him. That would be interesting. Um, next week, taking on the Trailblazers at home, going down to Miami for a little back-to-back on Thursday and Saturday, and then got the Magic on the road. So, keep it in the southeast uh, all of this week, um, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go one and three with a win against the the Magic. Sam, what about you?
1: I mean, I gotta be optimistic. Two and two, um, the Hornets. They always disappoint me.
0: They always disappoint. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I'm really bashing them right now, but I think they deserve it a little bit. Um, in other news, uh, the Hawks finally ended the bucks, you know, win streak uh they had 9 in a row wins, but you know, they got taken down 9 and 1 top of the Eastern Conference. Got the Cleveland Cavaliers Donovan Mitchell playing to an MVP level right now. He's not going to win it by the way. He's not not that guy. Uh and then, you know, the Celtics and Hawks taking up the 3 and 4 spot in the East. Um East looking solid with that 4 um, interesting to see how far down um, the Heat are um, and the Sixers, but Brooklyn's struggling, obviously, with the Kyrie Irving situation with the anti-Semitic comics combined with him being, you know, suspended. And then you got Ben Simmons. He'll you not know, shoot the ball. It's a mess. Kevin Durant has been okay. It's a, It's a terrible mess in Brooklyn. It's like... I just remember so vividly how we were like, this is the new team in the NBA when Kevin Durant went there. We we're like, we're gonna wait a year for him to get healthy, and then it's just gonna be like, that's the team. And oh my goodness, it has not come into fruition, and they they need some help seriously. Jay Z, <laughs> get, get the people together. Uh, but in the Western Conference, team of the week, Utah Jazz. Oh my goodness. They were supposed to be taking in there at the top of the Western Conference at nine and three. Oh my goodness. Have you seen though? If you if have you seen, I did the Victor Women Yana, have you seen? Look up the jazz yellow uniforms and you will you will want to I mean, poke your eyes out. I mean, my goodness they are awful. I mean it's terrible. Um, you know, Sam. I bet you're gonna look them up right now. You're gonna give me a take. You, have you seen them?
1: Let's see. Do they just say jazz?
0: Let me let me make sure. Do they no sure go, go or anything? Yeah, I think that's the that's the one we're talking about. Yeah, that's the one.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah, they've been they've been wearing those, but stunning success. Can I say
1: they look like. The crappy organ jerseys.
0: Yeah, I mean it's like ever since the, they took away the mountain jerseys, things have gone downhill for their franchise. Uh, but in other news, the Lakers are still terrible at two and eight. Uh, the Warriors surprisingly are terrible at uh, four and seven. Um, you got the Timberwolves struggling a little bit at five and six, even with the addition of Rudy Gobert. Anthony Edwards has been a little bit lackluster, um, uh, but you see Luka Doncic still playing. At that MVP level, uh, I said that about Donovan Mitchell as well, but Luka Doncic really is my MVP right now. And, uh, you know, just looking at the stats, um, you know, he's just been incredible. 36 points a game. 36, 8, and 8. I mean, oh, my goodness. He's tearing it up. But nobody's paying attention to him Um, because, you know, he's – you know, off in his own world, and everybody in Texas is watching college football. But let me tell you, this guy—I think we couldn't see. I think we could see he could he could take a run at, at Jordan's eighty-eight season in terms of how much he scored. How many? Let me let me look that up. How many was the Jordan for game in that season? That was the defensive player of the year season, when he just took the ball every time, and that's kind of what Luca's doing too. So Jordan put up thirty-five
1: per game
0: season. Per game, jeez. So I think uh, I mean he did put up thirty seven in eighty seven. That was Jordan's highest season, but I think that uh, he's got a chance to go with that record. Um, Scoring's been down a little bit. Um, you're seeing some defenses are starting to evolve and starting to guard the pick and roll a little bit better. Um, you know, it's it's getting interesting, but nobody really cares right now. Just wait, just wait a little bit people start caring. Uh, the Bulls are playing alright, which is always nice to see. And the Pacers have been a surprise team at 5-5. Five and five. And now we turn to college basketball It started officially. Uh, the Tarles tipped it off last night in a not very convincing win against the UNC Wilmington Seahawks, but as Armando Pecott said, a win is a win. And, I mean, you gotta give it to them. You know, they got the, the, the W, played alright defense, but I would have liked to see more. Sam, does it concern you that, you know, they only won by was it 13 points last night? Is that concerning?
1: No, because I was looking at the minutes. Like, he only played, like, 35. And, I mean, I feel like he's not, as he shouldn't, give his all against UNCW.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just get, get the rust off. Uh, but TCU survives a, a scare against Arkansas Pine Bluff. They went by one point at home against them. Uh, every ranked team in action last night, and all of them got the W last night. Uh, the Dukies, in case you're a, a Chapel Hill fan and want to check in uh, on your, uh, you know, rivals, just eight miles of Pine trees apart. Uh, they kind of slammed down, you know, on Jacksonville and uh, John Shire's opening game. Um, but that's just, you know... It's a, it's a, it's a freshman team, which we'll have to see how they evolve throughout the month, and uh, you know, exciting stuff to happen. Uh, but I can say, I'm very excited for the field night invitational over Thanksgiving. How, how do you feel about that, Sam? Like, where do How do you feel about the college basketball over Thanksgiving break scene? Is that you know, you like it, or do you want to stick to football?
1: I think stick to football. I mean, I'm when it comes to college sports, I'm a traditionalist. Like, I don't want to be watching college basketball until almost after Christmas. Um, okay. I just think that keeping the two sports separate is a sacred thing.
0: Okay, that's, uh, that's respectable. I mean, I, I agree with you, um, but that's kind of the way it's set up. You know, you wait till you get into conference play to really start to break it down. And I uh, messed up the order, I just realized. <laughs> On our show, but uh, the NFL did some things. Uh, the Panthers got absolutely smacked around, down 35-0 to at halftime. And uh, checking in on the Steelers. Um, oh, wait. They had, um, they had a bye. They had a bye last week. Uh, saw an exciting Monday night game with the Ravens and the Saints. And uh, the Buccaneers got a close win over the Rams. And the Chiefs came back against the Titans in OT in a thriller. Check that one out. Um, but the NFL has lost its flavor this season, as if we have harped on. But the Eagles still winning, still finding a way, eight and zero. So that that could be a story. Um, and then the best thing, you know, in the in the uh, NFL world this week, in my opinion, was the Packers lost to the Lions, and, and Aaron Rodgers just got a big contract extension, so the people are coming for a set, and Lil Yachty. Said that Aaron Rodgers deserves to be cut from the team. Sam, what are your thoughts? You know, can you cut? Is Aaron Rodgers at a point where he's sacred from being traded or cut? Or do you think that you know now's the time to make the movie? after you lose to the Lions? You put up nine against the Lions. Um, I think it,
1: you don't cut him. I mean, that's like humiliating. <laughs> um, I think. Just let the season end and then look for a trade. Okay, I mean, or look for a yeah. trade right now,
0: or is for a trade right now. I mean, there's a lot of options, but you know, uh, coming up on the, the, those Thanksgiving games, I do want to you know give them a little bit of flavor. But I know we're not coming up on them yet. Um, but just a little bit of spotlight. Uh, you got the Bills at the Lions. That is going to be a smackdown. Oh my goodness! And then you got the Giants going to the Cowboys. Probably the best game on the docket. Um, and then you got the Pats at the Vikes. And the Vikings, if you've not been paying attention, are seven and one. They have been cruising along, you know, pepping along smoothly. They lost to the Eagles. Kirk Cousins doing his thing. I swear to you, Kirk Cousins is like a duplicate copy of like half of the NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> like if you put a Kirk Cousins jersey on every NFL quarterback that's not, like, in the top echelon or the bottom, like, terrible, I, like, believe that it's the same person. <laughs> if we're living in a simulation. At least that's what Andrew Tate says. And, uh, Sam, any final thoughts?
1: I don't think so. Not- well,
0: that's gonna do it for episode number 97. Check out, you know, only three weeks away from that big 100, the century mark, for Corrin and Lowry. And always remember, we are better than Paul Feinbaum. Paul, 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 Paul. Heard of your first year from us next Tuesday.